Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome to the show. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. Steelers get another win at home against a rookie quarterback. That was not surprising. What is is the conversation that's come from the game, Perloff, which is you and I seeing this very differently about Kenny Pickett. Now, he did have one of his signature fourth yeah. quarter touchdown drives right when you need it. They were trailing going into the fourth quarter as they seem to always be this year. But I don't see Pickett as the problem. Is he the solution right now? Yeah. Well, he's playing with broken ribs and he's a guy in his second year. So there's still a long way to go for him. And this offense is just kind of uninspiring. Last night, they were able to run the ball really well and they kind of just went with that. Yeah. Um, but you think he's holding them back? Well, I, the problem is not exactly how I would put it. I think this is a Super Bowl team if they had an an A minus or a B plus quarterback. And I think right now Kenny Pickett's a clear B minus C plus. He's inaccurate. You saw about five passes in the first half, especially yeah. guys right in front of him, and he either sailed it or he didn't see some open guys. It just doesn't feel like they have a modern passing offense. And the numbers belie that. They're in the bottom five of the league in passing. They haven't been even able to run the ball consistently until last night. So that's a huge improvement for them. I get this fourth quarter heroics thing. It's incredible. He, I think him, he's getting compared to Tom Brady in the fourth quarter. Well, and that's, well, just the fact that numbers-wise, yeah. he already has six fourth quarter comeback wins. Yep, in his career, yeah. But the guys who get the most fourth quarter comeback wins are guys like Kirk Cousins and Justin Herbert. Guys who are always in close games get the most fourth quarter comeback win. So it's not that impressive of a stat. Yeah, it's kind of like it's a double-edged sword because, like, why did you need this fourth quarter comeback? Shouldn't you have been leading by two scores and you wouldn't have needed something like this? But he does have that sort of thing that you need when the game is on the line. And so with that and with a great defense, I think that combination can get you pretty far. And right now they're in second place in their own division. Only the Ravens are better. And they do look like a playoff team because it's only going to get colder and crappier conditions where you're going to have to rely on the run game more and the defense can close out games for you. Definitely a playoff team. But look at that playoff. Once again, the playoffs, look at the quarterbacks. Kenny Pickett's going to go have to go against Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Tua, if Tua is healthy, that is five incredible mismatches okay. right now. Can I ask you something? Because I think that the expectations for this Steelers team changed in the preseason. Why is that? Because oh, I don't yeah, think going into the them. year, I don't think people are like, you know who's a Super Bowl team? The Steelers. And then they had this incredible preseason yeah. 
beat the Bills, beat a couple other teams, and they looked so good. And then people like you started picking them for the Super Bowl. You would have <laughs> never, ever put them as a Super Bowl well, contender before that. They have the formula, though. A quarterback on a rookie deal yeah. jumping from first year to second year is exactly how you get to the Super Bowl. And Mike Tomlin has the pedigree, and the defense is amazing. T.J. Watts, if not the defense, consistent defensive player of the year, he's right there. So they have everything going for them. You thought Pickett was going to take a jump. And honestly, he was better last year. No, he was, but... But healthier, too, so that might be why. I I think the ribs have something to do with it. We hear this all the time from quarterbacks about how that injury impacts them even more than, say, like an ankle sprain or something like that. And then the other part is, I think Matt Canada still is a problem. I mean, the guy came from the booth down to the sideline. You scored 20 points, and people are acting like they just, you know, were the Dolphins laying 50. (laughs) The (laughs) 70-point win, sorry. Winning by 50 over the the Broncos. Like, it's like a celebration. You're, you're, You're popping champagne because you scored two offensive touchdowns. It just looks so hard on offense. Again, I guess it depends on what you expect from the team. If you look at them, 11 and 6 making the wild card would be a good season, then fine. Enjoy that. But you have TJ Watt at his prime. You have you, you should have a good offensive line. You haven't this year. You have Joey Porter Jr. coming to his own, a rookie cornerback. You have you know what did hurt them? Minka Fitzpatrick being out is a huge loss. Hopefully he'll he'll come back. There's just too many all pros on defense not to have a quarterback who's going to take you as far as you can go. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Is Kenny Pickett what is holding back the Steelers' offense? I say no. Perloff says yes. Let us know what you think. Again, 855-212-4227. You can always go vote in our poll, which is at Maggie and Pearl on Twitter X, which is Kenny Pickett the problem on <laughs> offense. So, I love how hard it is to figure out what how to say I don't Twitter know what these to days. Call it. Calling it X feels it weird. I know. Calling it X makes me I call me it Twitter. Like, Calling it X makes me feel like Elon Musk won. You know? Can never let that happen. Can't let this happen. No. This guy's going for world domination. We got some kind of pushback. <laughs> right. This is all we have. This is the revolution right now. Um, okay. Big game this weekend. Got a couple of them, but this one really stands out. And unfortunately, it's happening in Germany. And I don't say that as any affront to anyone in Germany. It's just... <laughs> Why is this game, Dolphins-Chiefs, have to be at 9.30 a.m. Eastern, 6.30 a.m. Pacific time when this is a marquee game, Perloff, and they knew that going into the season. All good for me. What's your problem? This is awesome. I get to watch football in the morning. It's a whole day of incredible football. I don't want this game. It's one thing to be played on a neutral field. It's another to be played on a neutral field in a foreign country because there's still, like, no rhyme or reason to how teams get up for this game. You had the Dolphins who showed up basically like a week ago and you had the chiefs who showed up like a day ago. Nobody knows how to do this body clock thing when it comes to these games in Europe. And I just don't think you're getting the true, like who these teams really are because the fact that it's in Germany just adds this whole other element that makes it a wild card. Like we don't get to see the real thing. So you're saying you should put the lesser teams there. I'm thinking maybe games that are not like, Deciding the AFC home field playoffs, uh, perhaps? This is, this is not going to decide the home field playoffs, is it? You think it will? It might. I think <laughs> that, <laughs> I think the Dolphins have closed the gap on the Chiefs this year. Now, the Chiefs are doing it differently, yes. How, have the Dolphins looked good against any good team this year? Well, that's why this game's important. <laughs> well, even if, even if they do, we're going to say it's Germany. So, I don't think they can prove it. You're right. It, it is a shame this game is there, but... I, the Dolphins, we just don't know yet. 
we have to see them sort of get in a phone booth and fight with a good team. They have not done it yet. No, they haven't. I mean, listen, all these division games are always a, a little tougher than you might think, right? So playing New England close or whatever. Um, I think that Bills game was a little bit of an anomaly. They had just come off of scoring 70 points against the Broncos. History will say there's going to be a letdown there. That game was in Buffalo. Um you're right. I mean, they did not look great against your Philadelphia yeah. Eagles, and that was the big test so far. Yeah, I mean, the Patriots game last week was pretty close the whole game. Their offense was not quite what we expected running ball. The key, I think, is not Tua throwing it. It's, they have to have that crazy run game with A-Chan, and it's just not quite consistent enough, in part because an offensive lineman gets hurt every game. I know Armstead's coming back. Can they stay healthy? So I think this is actually a perfect time because they are getting healthier. So you mentioned Armstead coming back, and you hope that's consistent. But the fact that they have Jalen, they have Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey came back last week and had an interception. You got Xavier Howard coming back. Like this is the time where the Dolphins. It's almost like they had acquisitions at the trade deadline because they're getting their own guys back. And I think that Kansas City's offense, which looked pretty bad against the Denver Broncos last week a mile high. Well, now you have another weird scenario. It's not mile high, but it's going to Germany. This offense doesn't look as good as we're used to. And this is where the Dolphins, I think, close the gap. Their defense is getting better and their offense is way more explosive than the Chiefs. I understand what you're saying, but back to the health, they have six players on their starting offense who are listed as questionable right now. They are just... They are one of those teams who feels really fragile. Yes, if all these players are on the field at the end of the season, Tyreek Hill, Tua, unbelievable. I just don't think the way that they play football, this is going to last. I, I know that sounds sort of fatalistic and doomsaying about the Dolphins. I want to see this team. I just don't think it's going to be there at the end of the season. See, I think their defense is good and getting so much better that ensures they will be there. Can we hear... Pete, from Tyreek Hill, please, says he wishes this game was in Kansas City, but he still has plans to dominate. Yeah, obviously, it would have been great to play in KC, but it, it really doesn't matter where we play at. You feel me? They're going to get this work wherever, though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, tell us what you really think. Uh, yeah, he's planning a big day against his former team, and he has big days against everybody, so why not? Well, the Chiefs' defense looked totally different this year. I think that's why Taylor Swift got on board with the Chiefs. She finally <laughs> saw that they could play complimentary football. Yeah, she's really just a Steve Spagnuolo fan. I'm wondering, do the Chiefs know how to slow down Tyreek Hill? Is that the one team that has actually mastered this? Because there's no solution. Even the Eagles, who are very good defense, had no, no idea. Do you lay back on him and let him beat you in front of you? Or do you risk him getting behind you? And he always gets behind you. I don't know how he does it. Yeah, because he's so fast going like left to right or whatever, east to west. Like it's it's not just the north to south stuff. He also runs away from you just in the middle of the field. Right. He catches an eight yard pass and boom, he's gone and you just can't. It, it's unbelievable. Again, we mentioned this earlier with TJ Watt. Would you be okay with voting a Tyreek Hill as the MVP of the league? I I don't have a problem with that. I don't either. I think it's I think he's gonna make a real case this year. He will, and especially because he's probably going to break the single-season receiving yeah. record. Now, it's with the 17th game. But maybe the Dolphins don't have anything to play for in Week 17. Maybe he even sits Week 17 and could still break the record. I don't know. Well, it, this is an interesting test this week because if anybody can figure out how to stop him, Andy Reid kind of created Tyreek Hill. 
he should be able to slow them down. If, I, if he can torch the Chiefs the way the Chiefs are playing this year, then he can torch anybody. I, I love the, they asked him for advice on how do you stop the Chiefs offense, and he was like, follow Kelsey. It's like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. It's been the, that's been the number one thing for like five years now. Uh, Tyreek Hill also said he expects there to be a lot of trash talking in the game. It's, it's going to be trash talk, but it's going to be fun, though. It's going to be like, you know, um, I want I want to see you do good, but we're going to bush your ass at the same time, though. Like, it's going to be one of those things, like backyard football with your brothers. That's Tyreek Hill. So expecting a lot of trash talk and expecting, as he said, Chiefs are going to get that work. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you have to take him seriously at this point. He can back it up. I think he will. You know, this is a it's an interesting weekend. I'm glad that they're putting this window because we have three or four big time games this week. So I have to I have to get this game out of the way. I, I'm okay with this. You don't like the early morning? No, come on. We've got families. Like, please. I wanna just be able to sit down no. and watch this. I don't wanna have to have my kid running around. And me having to be mommy. So I know? get, I have, my kids are older now, 11, 13. Oh, they're so, sleeping through this. Yeah, my 13 year old's not even going to be awake. This is perfect <laughs> for me because I really got to focus this weekend. Everything, table's got to be cleared by 425 Eastern for Eagles, Cowboys. I can't be distracted by Tyreek Hill versus his old team. Uh, this is, per- and when it's the other game, Seattle, Baltimore won. To me, you get that. And then you get your bills uh, at night. So big windows, four straight games. It's going to be a wonderful Sunday. I think the poll question is, should have the Dolphins close the gap on the Chiefs? And I would be voting a yes on that. Um, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. I also think it's part of it. I think Dolphins are getting the Chiefs at, at a good time. They scored, yeah. what, nine points last week? I mean, clearly something with the offense is not right. Well, you just hope Patrick Mahomes was sick and last week was a, a one-off and yeah. his stomach's feeling better. Nothing that you, nothing like after you get over a stomach flu. Just a nice flight to Germany. That's always <laughs> a good way to recover. Yeah, and those rich German foods and sour uh, sauerkraut and bratwurst. <laughs> I don't know if Mahomes is going to do this. stomach? Probably not. Beer might help. I, I just think that uh, <laughs> last week was a total anomaly because of the sickness. You could see him. He was just off. I'm not sure. We're, the problem with this game is, you know how sometimes it's frustrating to people where I say, oh, that loss doesn't matter. That yeah. People are going to say, oh, that was Germany. It doesn't count. I, I, I think people are going to think that this game is not an indicator for what's going to happen in the playoffs. There's this other reality. Say Miami does beat Kansas City, and they face each other again in the postseason. Doesn't that partly say to you, ooh, they're not going to beat them twice? Maybe it, it's hard to beat a really good team twice, and, and again, the numbers show that. Germany game doesn't matter. EJ, you look like you want to get in this conversation. I think for me, when it comes, first of all, with Tyreek Hill in terms of records, remember, he he's over 1,000 yards through just eight weeks, which yep. I think is the most ever. So yeah. he's still, even in the 16-week season or 16-game season, he'd be on track to uh, break that record. I just feel like with Miami, we talked about earlier that he they, they haven't, beat anybody good essentially right remember the good team, the good teams they played were on the road so if we're talking about the importance of this game i think it is important because if they get home field and they could avoid going into a cold kansas city a cold buffalo yeah. cold that could change cincinnati, the, yeah, cincinnati baltimore yep that changed the entire dynamic of the games they could be playing in the postseason so maybe they don't have to beat anybody good on the road during the regular season but if they can get those teams at home in the postseason i think that's an entirely different ball game man it's just so funny because it's been so long since we've been talking about a miami dolphins home playoff I game know. you're I'm talking about chad pennington throwing like five picks against ray lewis and the ravens you know 
decade plus ago. I got to tell you, the Dolphins have a tough road. They have a tougher schedule. I think Kansas City, I actually don't have Kansas City's schedule in front of me. I got to assume it's easier for them in the AFC West than the Dolphins. I know they play the, the Cowboys and the Ravens so and the, there's some all e- sorts of teams. It's kind of a mixed bag here for the Dolphins. So you got this game, of course. Then you get the Raiders next. Who knows what the Raiders are going to look like. You're at the Jets, which is Probably a tough game, but I don't. That might be. I a, don't know. That might be a tough game because you, the Jets will make it ugly. But you're at Washington, Tennessee, Jets again, and then the end here is Dallas at Baltimore, and then Buffalo. And that game against the Bills is either going to mean everything or nothing. So yeah, who knows? It's a long road till we start talking about home field right now. I think that's a great point, EJ. But I, I just have I'm not seeing the Dolphins like everybody else is because I know the Dolphins are second in the AFC in Super Bowl odds. Maybe because I saw the Eagles game. I'm not sure they're tough and physical enough to really be a number one seed. They're going to have to beat Baltimore, I think, in that Week 17 game to get the number one seed. Can you see them going into Baltimore when it's cold in December? Well, again, TJ's point, like they really, they might be the team that needs the home field advantage the most or would benefit the most. We talk about, you know, Kansas City, Buffalo, Cincinnati getting those games, but. It yeah. might be Miami. I think Baltimore has a great angle to get the number one seed too because they they feels much like that fourteen and two season with Lamar Jackson, where they can just get on a roll. Again, I'm a prove it in the playoff buff, uh, Baltimore guy, but yeah, yeah, I, I'm not so sure that we're really talking about Miami versus KC in the AFC because I think there are other teams in that mix. Yeah, not easy for Baltimore though. Again, Seattle this weekend, and then you of course you got your Cleveland, your Cincinnati. They also have to play at Jacksonville and at San Francisco. Ooh, that's. That's rough. That's going to be a Monday night game. Uh, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Let's go to Brian. He's in Arkansas. Good morning, Brian. Hey, Maggie. Hey, Perloff. Um, I, I listen to the show, new to listening to your show for the past couple of weeks, and I will say that, uh, you know, Perloff, yeah, I know you're an Eagles fan. I'm a gigantic Cowboys fan. So. Gotcha. I'm, I'm looking forward to the game myself. Um, I don't know what uh, Dak I'm going to get, but hopefully I get the, the Dak that actually wins. <laughs> so, uh, and again, it's not these bad. It's just that they believe in Gallup too much. I think that's a big problem for us. They believe in Dak too much. You, no, you, Gallup. Oh, Gallup. Oh, Gallup. Yeah, Sorry, Brian, you were back. kind of fading in and out yeah. there. Good luck to your Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, Dak has played very well against the Eagles. And this, the get the Eagles. This is gonna sound like such a cop out. They can afford to lose this game. I think more so than the Cowboys. I think the Eagles. What are you talking about? You're fighting for the division. Nah, it's just that this this seems to mean more to the Cowboys. It feels like there's more pressure on the Cowboys to come up and prove they can win this game. The Eagles are seven and one right now. I just think that if they lose this game, everyone's gonna be like, ah, it's just a regular season game. They'll be there at the end. Well, because that's they, your Philadelphia e- delusion talking. Well, the Eagles have proved it in the playoffs. The Cowboys approved it in the regular season. I think that's a general way to look at this game. Okay, but I'm going to be honest. You know, I get why you're feeling good and you should be feeling good, the Eagles, but you don't want these games on the road, man. Ah, what's the difference? You got the tush push in December, the January. This is going to be unstoppable. <laughs> you talk a big game now. I think the home field definitely benefited you. Also, you got to play the Giants in the second round last year. They were a joke. And then you got to play the San Francisco 49ers, and they had no quarterback after the first two drives of the game, basically. And what's like, going to change about that? The Cowboys are going to lose to the Niners in the second round. The Eagles will get Detroit indoors. And that, that it's a matchup I like a lot. 
I, I, I think the Eagles, you know what I'm saying, though. There's just so much more on the line for Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. No one's wondering if the Eagles are elite. Everyone is wondering, who is Dak Prescott? Who are these Cowboys? I feel like they're the team under the microscope here. Well, they're always the team under the microscope because they're Dallas. But you're right about Dak Prescott. Very good against the Eagles. Eight and three in his career, passing for 68% on his passes, 19 touchdowns with eight picks. So you do have uh, a few interceptions there, obviously. But um, very good numbers. Yeah, and I... you know, it's also been sacked a ton against the Eagles, but very good numbers. Right, very good numbers, a lot of wins, but that, again, has never translated into anything for the Cowboys. Yeah, they've beaten their arch rival during the regular season. Show me in the playoffs. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Uh, okay, we do have a lot more for you, including one of these games of the week. Who needs it more against two? These are AFC rivals. We talked about the Chiefs and Dolphins. Got another big game in the AFC coming up on Sunday as well. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff and you on CBS Sports Radio. We're back here on Maggie and Perloff. Another difficult night of sports watching for me. Why? Well, because I have one primary TV, so to flip out of Amazon to watch other games is is a pain in the butt. Amazon is going to be doing the Super Bowl, and Perloff's still going to be complaining about well, this. And then it's I'm like, just, you got to live with okay, it, man. This is what happened. So I, I tried to go to my computer, which I've been doing to watch the Amazon game, because I was watching Sixers Raptors, and then I got caught up in a little college football. And my wife changed the Amazon password. I couldn't pull it up on my computer. Oh, no. Why? And, She's trying to cur- curtail your Yeah, spending? I guess she, she changed, we change passwords all the time. We're pretty good about that. And so I, I had to flip out, and then I missed something. It was terrible. Sixers won, if anybody Wait, your cares. Wife, your wife's out of town, right? So she changed yeah. the password and then dipped? <laughs> Did she not yeah. tell you? No, I, yes, she changes. You, would you tell your husband if you changed the password? Because I never tell anybody that kind of thing. Why you know, you not telling I'm not good well, about like, changing because that. you know for some reason you have to change the Wi-Fi password or something. What do you you just change it then you forget about it? You don't go around and tell everyone in the house, "Hey, I changed the Wi-Fi password." I'll be lucky if I even write it down. Oh no, that is a must. You know, I don't live in my family anymore, but like we obviously share passwords for various different apps, yeah, services, whatever. So there's a group text that never <laughs> password gets changed. Like we all got to know, and in fact, it becomes an issue that. When we get try to log into something and nobody knows what the password is, everybody's like, hey, what the hell happened? And then someone has to fess up to what they did. All right, it's now Zach Wilson, one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> well, that's amazing that you do that. Actually, we should do that because we're terrible at that. I'll, I have this habit. I'll change a password and just completely forgot that I changed the password. You're such a guy. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's such a dude thing. I'd so, I would so accuse my husband. Like, if he ever did that, he'd be like, you're such a dude. How could he not tell us? But it sounds like EJ's family, they're a little more considerate. Yeah, we, yeah we're, we're very, it's a very important thing because we have now, you know, four or five now adults, you know, yeah, well, right. now six now legal adults in the household. So, like, everybody has things, services of different things, but we all share. Yeah. So, it's important to keep the communication going. So, we're very consistent with, hey, this password had to be changed because of X, Y, and Z, or we're yeah. just changing it just to but, change it. Like, that communication is important because yeah, you're, you're, you're all places. You're also just, you're, hold, you're leaving your family hanging there. Like, Wait. you changed the password, now it's Jalen Hurts forever, yeah. and nobody knows about well, it. Well, by the way, okay, you can blame me. EJ's out there texting passwords. I know enough about internet security. You know that is not a good idea. I well, keep them as notes in, yeah. my, in my phone, and I know that's wrong. Same here. But I don't know where else oh, to put them. Oh, I mean, them. that is even dumber. Hey, can I just also... You, you like, don't remember passwords. How about this? 
can I just put out like a PSA to every company that's asking me to put a password? Unless it's my bank account or my Wi-Fi or something like that. Do I need a password just to sign into my Starbucks app? Do I need a password for my the gym that I go to? Like, I don't need a password for all this stuff. You guys are taking yourself way too wait, wait, seriously. Wait. If you don't have a password for your Starbucks app, then anybody can use your Starbucks app. How? I don't, we've, How I have would 500 they get in? Pa- To me, also, to pay bills, you need about 300 passwords. Oh, that, I know, Every time I, I, I go to the dentist, I have to <laughs> forgot password. It's crazy. Yeah, well, since when do you need a password for the dentist? I get it, but... I, I guess paying bills is one thing that I, they do of your credit card information. I don't know. I, I just feel like I don't need passwords for all this stuff. Just so let me you, pay. You want, let me just get this straight. You want to put your credit card information into your Starbucks app and then have it just open with no password. So anybody can use it. You know, you know how easy it is to hack a Starbucks app even with a password? I don't know. I, I just find that I don't need this many passwords in my oh, life for the wow. stuff that's just not important. How about this? I can just enter my credit card information. Now I will give, I'll give you one thing. Not just a password. I want an alert on my phone for any time there's an unusual. I get alerts all the time. I have a lot of alerts set up. I know. Two, it's, two-fold process. You got to do, yeah, two, do the two-factor verification. You got a two-factor verification, dude? Oh, yeah. Jeez, you guys yes. are like the freaking White House over here. No, Perloff always gets these alerts that like his Shake Shack app, which is yeah. a fast food chain <laughs> on the East Coast, the Shake Shack app. Has been alerted. It's like it's definitely your thirteen-year-old daughter. It's always one of your kids. Well, if I was gonna rob someone's credit card number, I would immediately go to Shake Shack. So <laughs> I assume most people who steal credit cards, the first stop is Shake Shack. Probably. I don't know. But you could have all the passwords you want. If someone really wants to get into your yeah. thing, thing, I mean, we had we had our bank account hacked a few weeks ago. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's awful. I mean, it's just. Terrible. It's devastating. I mean, banks have been very good, I feel like, about putting the money right back in right away. Oh, we got it back. I'm just saying. It's like it's a pain in the neck. Oh, it's the worst. It actually, that one, our Maggie and Perloff bracket of things that are the worst. Getting I, hacked was number oh, one. Oh, it is. It is the <laughs> absolute worst. I remember I had a, my, one of my Facebook pages for one of a podcast I do got hacked. And essentially, it just became, um, they changed the, pro, the, the, the profile picture. And it just became ads for like random like porn. Uh, chi- no, <laughs> no, like Chinese like food, like chi- Chinese food, like Chinese items. It was all in like you know Chinese or Japanese lettering, and yeah. it was all very weird kind of like ads for items that obviously I wasn't posting. <laughs> so that and, you're and now process, Alibaba. Congratulations. Yeah, and the fact that they paid for these ads with my information, so like it was like five hundred dollars worth. Ooh. Listen, ads. they realized horrendous. they can scam Knicks fans. That's what it was. They targeted <laughs> you. Knicks fans have been buying this BS for years. They might as well buy our actual BS items. If if you had to rank the show and who has the best internet security, who would you guess? Not me. So <laughs> you're not good, Mike? I'm flying blind I think out it's there. EJ. EJ, I think it sounds like you now know what you're doing here. Well, a lot of this is all from Mama Stewart because she is like very into the two-step verification. With <laughs> the fact that your mom places, knows so. two-step verification, I just want to, like, stand and give her a round yeah. of applause. Oh, she's been on this for years. Um, oh, my gosh. I think she got hacked once, and it was years ago, not yeah. recently. And she was like, all right, everything we're doing now, two-step verification. On our Netflix, we had to actually put a passcode so that if you want to watch something on Netflix, you have to enter a passcode before you even watch it. Your mom is like, it, like she's going to start going on the offensive now. She's going to be Connor Stallions. Like, now I'm showing up yeah. at your house, hackers, and I'm watching what you do, and I'm hacking your stuff. Yeah, she should be like, you know, counter security, counter security. We got the best people on those walls. It's yeah. EJ's mom. That's, that's great that EJ's mom knows a two step verification, and my mother thinks the app yeah. store is in the wall. <laughs>
My mom, <laughs> my, I don't know if uh, my mom's AOL account has a two-step <laughs> verification. I still have AOL. Oh, you're kidding, right? I, my, my, email, my personal email address is still AOL.com. Wow. Why? So you're last Well, because I had an email address that, every, that I used for everything, and I just didn't want to change it. I didn't want to inconvenience people that needed to send me an email. So I, I have kept the same yeah. email address for like 20 years. Like, I don't want to change it because I don't want to have to tell people that my email address but changed. Yeah. Don't people give you a hard time for having an AOL email? Like, make fun yes, of you? Yes, especially Boomer and Geo down yeah. the hall. Absolutely, <laughs> well, yeah. I, mean, I mean, especially because it's Sugar Daddy 875, which is really <laughs> kind of odd for Peter, you know? Thought it'd be something a little more professional. <laughs> yeah, one of my issues is that I, I, because I, I actually had an AOL email up until my grad school years. I said, All right, I got I to gotta graduate from this. But my, I made my school email my primary email because they sold it saying, hey, you know, like this will be an email you can keep forever. Like it's a Gmail account that has your name and you'll always have to keep it. But now, you know, 32 years old and yeah. it's, you know, cuny.edu <laughs> email address. And it's just like it's a little awkward when you get as you get older and removed from college. Now I'm teaching. So it's, <laughs> it, it kind of works. But up until last year, people were like, oh, you're a student. And I'm like, no. Yeah. When did you graduate? Uh 2014. It's been a while. It's Why do you still minute. have a school journalism account as your uh, as your email address? I know we got a, a little failure to launch there. Peter's here with some <laughs> headlines. Yes, week nine. The yes, <laughs> at least you don't hear the dial up internet. Am I emailing? Week nine <laughs> in the NFL kicked off last night in Pittsburgh. Kenny Pickett with a three yard touchdown pass to Deontay Johnson with 402 to go in the fourth quarter to give the Steelers a four point lead over the Titans. And all the Steelers had to do was... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Hold on. Wide side to his left. Slot that way on third and five at the 19 with 11 seconds to go. Here's the snap. Four-man rush. He looks. He fires for the intercepted. And that is Quan Alexander. His first of the season in this game is over. Bill Hillgrove on Steelers Radio. Steelers improved to 5-3, and three, beat the Titans 2016. Pickett was able to fight through his rib injury to complete 19 of 30 passes for 190 yards. Head coach Mike Tomlin not shocked that Pickett came through. Nothing that he does from an intangible, intangible perspective or a toughness perspective surprises me. I think that we're all really comfortable about those qualities in him and you know his desire to, to, to rise up big for us in moments and be significant down the stretch. Um, can't say enough about it. Pickett was upright all evening as he was not sacked in the game. 
He credits his offensive line for a job well done. I know they did a great job um, protecting run game, um, backs hitting the hole really hard, and, and um, you know running downhill and getting north south, which was great to see. Um, getting guys in the end zone, having explosive runs, um, so it was a good day for for the for the guys up front. And the Steelers now the 29th team since 1970 to be outgained in their first eight games, and the only one that has a winning record. Meanwhile, quarterback Will Levis and the Titans drop to three and five. Losing sucks. Um, Especially at this level, you know, it's just so hard to win games. And when you got an opportunity like that to win it at the end, it doesn't happen. It makes it feel a whole lot worse. But, I mean, credit to them. They made the plays when they needed to, and we didn't. Uh, got to get back to work. Yeah, How us- much do you think, sorry, Peter, that mm-hmm. the Titans may have been shaken up a little bit because Traylon Burks had to leave the game at the end on a stretcher? Yeah, I can't imagine that wouldn't have an effect on anybody. It has to anybody. rattle you, right? And that was such a bizarre play because it wasn't like a helmet-to-helmet collision. He just fell really hard against the turf fighting for a ball on the sideline and hit the back of his head. But yet there they were with a chance yeah. at the end of the game I to know. win. And they at the pick, Levis did throw for 262 yards in the game. NBA, the Spurs watched a 27-point lead disappear, but then their prized rookie took over in the fourth quarter. Outside right now to Wimbenyama, 10 to shoot. Wimbenyama straight away, three over Eubanks. That's a Wemby 36 points for Victor Wimbenyama. A 10-0 run for the Spurs. It's 126 to 116 with two minutes remaining in the game. Bill Shonen getting poetic on Spurs radio. Pete, watch out. I, I'm going to pull out the Joey Votto sound bites. That's, a, that's an inside down. joke from the old show. Okay. Yes, he hates Joey Votto. Okay. Not a big fan of Joey Votto. No. Yeah. By the way, that's, hype of Joey play Votto. some random highlights of home runs. By the way, that, that clip shows you the, the problem with the NBA. Victor Wembanyama over Eubanks. What the heck is Eubanks playing for? <laughs> Drew Eubanks is the Suns' big man going against Wembanyama. Gosh, load management. Ugh. That's not load management. That's their roster. Yeah, I think yeah. that's Blame just Matt the Suns. They're a load management roster. I just can't believe I, – I was all high on the Suns, and EJ laughed at me before the season. I mean, come on. It looked like a JV team against Wembenyama last night. I to warn you. This is what happens when you're playing only three guys all the money, and you actually need five on the basketball court at any given time. That formula's not going to work. <laughs> that, that run extended to 12 nothing, including 10 of 38 points in the game for Victor Wembenyama and the Spurs. Beat the Suns 132-121. Webinyama on his early success. Of course, the NBA got the greatest athletes on earth, but so far it's working out pretty well. Yeah, take, oh, I, take that pull off. Yeah, I drew you, Banks. <laughs> Six nine <laughs> journeyman. <laughs> yeah. Elsewhere, Sixers over the Raptors 114-99. Joel Embiid a big night, 28 points, 13 rebounds, seven assists. The Pelicans beat the Pistons 125-116. The Magic over the Jazz. 115-113 from baseball. Braves right fielder Ronald Acuna Jr. voted the player of the year and the National League's outstanding player by his fellow major leaguers. Angels DH and pitcher Shohei Otani voted the American League's outstanding player. Now to the NHL. And the Islanders dished out some capital punishment. Engel, Nelson with a path to the net and he scores! The Islanders get another one in transition. Fifth of the year for Brock Nelson. Brendan Burke on MSG+. Plus. Islanders blank the Capitals 3-0. Also in the NHL last night, the Canucks route the Sharks 10-1. The Sharks are 0-9-1. And on the other end of the spectrum, the Golden Knights, the Stanley Cup champs, are now 10-0-1 as they beat the Jets 5-2. 
Peter, thank you. I was just looking up quickly uh, when you gave the baseball update about when the Rangers parade is, mm. the World Series parade. So it is today. It actually starts at 11 o'clock Central Time. They so didn't really, waste any time. Well, I'm thinking you probably need to get this in because Texas has a big game against Kansas State tomorrow, yeah. and then you got the Cowboys-Eagles on Sunday. You really got to make sure you well, honestly, it, are slicing and dicing around the football if you want people to show up, right? Obviously, Friday Night Lights tonight is a yeah, big night, too. high school stuff, yeah. Well, you start at 11 a.m. Yeah, Central there's a, Time. There's a lot of day games on Friday, too. <laughs> Again, it's an odd fan base. Where do they even... I, I don't remember Dallas parades. Is there? I've so, been to Dallas many times. It's, it's going to be in Arlington. It's in Arlington? I mean... I believe so. Yeah, Friday, the championship parade in Arlington. They said thousands of fans will be there. Ooh, but. thousands. <laughs> that could be two. <laughs> I was thinking they should say like tens of thousands, no? They did have that watch party you saw when, yeah, they, when they wrapped. It was pretty big, so I'm not going to make fun of Rangers fans. They say because I am one now. A celebration for plenty of fans. No, I'm sorry. The plenty of fans have been waiting for. Are you driving to Arlington, too? <laughs> no. He's going to be driving to San Antonio. This was all specifically about a breakfast joint I like in San Antonio. That's uh-huh. why I was I was hungry. I'm like, you know, I'd love to go down there. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited. The food is amazing in San Antonio. Love uh, Tex-Mex. It's all good. So okay. this is obviously going to be the first ever championship parade in the city of Arlington. Okay, where were the Cowboys parades? I'm assuming they must have been in Irving. In Irving, remember? I don't think they were in Irving. They're or downtown, downtown Dallas, downtown I guess. It really wasn't in Irving. I remember going to... Cowboy Stadium, and there's really nothing around. There was nothing around it. Yeah. yeah. What is da- downtown Dallas means that big black building with the green lights that they yeah. show on primetime games. So, right around there, I don't know. Kind of weak. Dallas is very spread out. Yeah. I kind of like, I guess, doing it near the stadium. I, I think that does probably make the most sense. Now they would do it around Frisco, around the Star, the big Cowboys facility. Yeah. This is a. It's a riveting topic. Where should the Rangers hold the parade? (laughs) Several North Texas school districts canceled classes on Friday. There you go. And the whole, this is the whole championship. Perloff doesn't think they have any fans, (laughs) but they're doing the whole thing. Imagine if you don't like baseball, you get a free day off. I think they have fans. They don't have a canyon of heroes in Texas? How about this? They got banned from high schools and six different high schools are going to come perform. Come on. Whoa, they got six high schools? (laughs) Six high school bands. Is there any celebrities, uh, musicians showing up, singing, you know? Listen, it's hard on short notice. (laughs) They can't get Creed? Creed should be there. Probably. I'd be worried for their What could Creed be doing? I mean, do do people perform at parades? I don't think that's I feel like Meek Mill was definitely at that Eagle. He's like an Eagle, basically. (laughs) He's on the roster. He's showing up like preseason 76 or something. This guy's insane. And it's just assumed if it's a sporting event, DJ Khaled will be there at some form or other (laughs) at some point performing. Another one. Another one. I just don't know if I were Creed. I don't know if I'd want to be performing in an open carry state. 855-212-4CBS, yes. They don't have the right to choose Creed. And anything to do right now, you know. Listen, they chose Creed. That's Wait, true. That is an awfully dark turn on the Creed right there. What? Eight five five <laughs> two and two four CBS. I'm worried about their safety. Uh, Peter, thank you so much. Appreciate you coming up. We got bad teams that are actually in good situations. We'll tell you what we mean next. Don't move, Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Fairfield by Marriott is the official hotel partner of the NCAA with over 1,000 locations around the country. You'll always have the home field advantage. Visit Fairfield.com to book your stay. Saturday on the college football docket, top-ranked Ohio State heads to New Jersey for a noon tilt with Rutgers. That's weird. (laughs) Rutgers playing at noon. Didn't see that coming. Far from a controversial matchup, Michigan sneaks in, hopes to sneak in another win against Purdue. Meanwhile, 
at night, we have LSU going to Alabama for a showdown against Nick Saban's Crimson Tide. Deion Sanders of Colorado wrap-up Saturday hosting 16th-ranked Oregon State. That's a pretty good, I would give this a solid B-plus for the weekend because we got LSU Alabama. I'm I'm excited about it. I'm just trying to check what the latest spread is on that game. You have a big prediction for that LSU Alabama oh, game. Uh, I guess this is kind of softening, but if LSU wins out, Jaden Daniels winning the Heisman, and I still think regardless, win or lose, unless he completely implodes against a really really good Alabama defense, yeah. Jaden Daniels is a first round pick. I, I think the LSU quarterback has been a revelation this season. He is so good. Um, we have like a fantasy draft yeah. of just SEC quarterbacks, and I got the first pick in that draft, and I picked Jane Daniels, and it's been awesome. So personally, it's working out. I think Alabama winning this game, though, don't you have to put them like right back in to the champ, the college football playoff conversation? Because Michigan-Ohio State, someone's going to knock each other out, and I don't, both of them aren't getting in. So you would have, you know... Mm. Like Florida State, I guess, if you want to look at where things are right now, that would be the only team who might be teetering. But Alabama beating LSU, I, I don't know. I think they might. I I'm just telling you, people are going to get on Alabama after this if they win this game. Well, here's the thing. I mean, if they play, and I think the way it's, they still play Georgia. In the SEC, SEC championship game, right. They'd probably be a, a big underdog. I mean, the way Alabama's been playing, I, I think, and the way Georgia's been playing, I think it might be. Eight or nine points. I don't think we've seen Alabama's best game, though. Definitely what, not. Well, what best game? I, I just don't understand how that, the way they've been playing their offense and how they've been hanging around with everybody against the way Georgia looks, it just feels like a, a mismatch to me. But they, hey, if they could beat Georgia in the SEC title game, of course. But they have to win that game now, right? They're not getting, no, they're they definitely not getting in with two losses. Yeah, and Saban knows that. Um, do we have the Saban sound from? No, not yet. Well, so we'll do play that sound for you in a little bit. Uh, Saban on Pat McAfee, where he just is like smiles, like <laughs> it's it's. I'm telling you, I'm sticking with my prediction. I think this is going to be the last year for two big coaches. One, Nick Saban. I think this is his last year at Alabama, and then he goes to college game yep. day to replace Lee Corso and is going to go into the broadcasting side of his career as we finish this out here, and then. Steve Kerr. I think these are the two big guys. Oh, I thought you were saying Belichick. Okay. No, Belichick. No, no, no. Belichick still has to prove something. He still yeah. has to make the playoffs, at least, without Tom Brady. No, he did make the playoffs once without Tom Brady. Mac Jones' is uh, rookie year. He's got to do something significant without Brady. Yeah, you know, that's interesting about Steve Kerr. But how many years is, is he going to retire before Steph Curry? Well, I'm not sure if Steve Kerr might not eventually coach a different team down the line, but I just think he's going to step away from the Warriors. got last dance vibes all over it, and he steps away, goes back to broadcasting for a little, maybe gets rejuvenated and comes back to coach the Spurs one day. Okay, I like the theory. I'm not sure why he has to do all that. Why not just stay with the Warriors? Well, he could, but I think that isn't he, you know, didn't Phil Jackson always say you get eight years? I Eight or ten. That Phil was always Jackson what he says said. says a lot of things. <laughs> it's true. He does say a lot of things. And he, then he thinks your message gets stale. So, Well, I mean, this team is so unusual, though, because they have these veterans who you don't really even need to coach them anymore. You have Curry, Clay, and Draymond who are – this is this is all running like a machine here. I actually was surprised. I heard the other day that Clay Thompson is almost certain to re-sign with Gold State moving forward. So I think they try and squeeze a little bit out, more out of this. I get it'd be a great last dance. I don't. Are they good enough? The last dance Bulls were the prohibitive favorite to win it all. They sure. were the best team in the league. 
Don't you have to be a championship team to be a last dance team? No, I don't know about the Clay re-signing. I guess does that sort of change things a little? It just feels like this is maybe you're also looking at Curry, who's 35, and I know is he 35, 36? I know that um 35 he can play forever. I'm sure, but doesn't it feel like this is the outer edge? Of the prime years. I did until I saw that game the other night, which he was getting a lot of praise for. He looks exactly like he did when he was 25. There's, it has got a Tom Brady vibe. He he can't dunk the ball anyway. What difference does he make if he slows down a little bit? or He's not fast to start with. Draymond Green had some fun comments yesterday. He said he the chemistry with the Warriors this year, so much better. Last year was horse It's hard to come to work. Y'all see me trying to do Clay's little paper airplane. Uh, it was hard. It was hard to come to work. Um, not fun, you know. Uh, and so this year you see the joy, uh, you know, on guys' face when they come in the building. You got guys like staying over two and three hours after just sitting around talking, getting here two and three hours early just to be here. You know, it's like you start to see that and you're like, okay, this is a group that likes being together. Hmm. Now, what happened last year that may have thrown the vibes off in the team? Huh. Couldn't couldn't think of it. Really couldn't think of anything. No, nothing. Not punching one of your teammates in training camp. That didn't throw the vibes off. Oh, yeah. right. (laughs) You're wondering why guys don't want to show up. They probably don't want to get cold cocked. That's why. I imagine it was probably a little tense between Draymond and Jordan Poole last year. But listen, Draymond wins because Jordan Poole got traded away and Draymond got a new contract. All right, how how into this team are you guys? We talking real good. Yeah, tell me who is covering the big guys on Denver. I don't have an answer for you for that. For basically ninety eight percent of the league. Well, at least the Lakers have tall players. The the Warriors have thrown Dario Saric out there the other night. I I don't tall players. I got swept by them last year. I know, and that's what I'm saying. Size. I mean, they have Anthony Davis, and then Rui. Who's six to nine? Well, yeah, but honestly, <laughs> at least Rui Anthony Davis on, on Jokic was the revelation, right? Who is? It's like the Heat last year. The Warriors are, look like the Heat last year. They have they are a bunch of six seven guys. I don't understand right, how I they're going to do this. Yeah, I mean, they're going to try to outshoot you out. Yeah, you, which I mean, they've done it before. They've been small before. It's just you know that was the death lineup when yeah. they were small. Yeah, it's just this year they're at their oldest. So so how does that how does that play out? It's going to be interesting. Coming up, what's at stake for Dak Prescott in this big showdown against Philadelphia? We've got that for you and so much more. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one. They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.